You are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode 203 for the week of June 19th, 2016. Welcome back, listeners, to the longest-running podcast dedicated to the epic glory of George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire, and occasionally, for this week and one more this year, right, um, <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> As always, this is Amin. And this is Kyle. And uh, it's just you and I chatting the episode. How'd the last one go? Good, sir. I know I wasn't yeah. there. It was good. We had Aziz on uh, back like uh, since last season, so it was nice he to get him back. He is far better than I could ever be, so I'm sure it was <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> well, today awesome. we just have the Battle of the Bastards, just the two of us. So. <laughs> yeah, we got the Battle of the Bastards, and we got uh, the Battle of Marine, which was short-lived. Um, <laughs> so 11 cake rating, what'd you think about this one? I will give it a five, because I think it's the best the season and it was a good episode i quite enjoyed it i'm gonna agree i'm gonna give it a five i uh thought this was a freaking fantastic episode um i think i enjoyed it from start to finish really really liked it uh lots of good stuff in there so uh yeah let's start what do you want to start with you want to start with the marine or the bastards i guess we can do marine okay the first yeah all right so we have Daenerys and uh Tyrion. uh i thought she was gonna like throw him off the pyramid but uh no she was she kind of she was like all right all right fine whatever what's the plan here we are yeah she but, she's out for blood well i think uh she left so quickly after he even showed up i mean they, they kind of had a rapport going but i think by the end of this this episode in particular that shows that they're on the same page now and they're really like danny's really trusting him now she's even looking at him for advice with the great joyce mm. so I, I like that they their relationship has developed now to like yeah. a more trusted role I agree. I agree. I like what's happening between those two. And then, so they call the uh, they call the masters over. Yeah, that one guy who's been around for a few seasons. This was his final episode. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, the master in blue, like the blue and white cloak thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, there before. Like it, he kind of referred to that. He's like, "Oh, we gave you a chance before, but well, they seriously underestimated what they were facing." <laughs> Uh, I like I like this uh, I like the little turnaround. We're like, oh, we're here to talk about surrender. Oh, no, 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 your surrender. <laughs> I like that. That's a nice little thing. Because when they first said it, they obviously wrote it in a way where they they were hoping the readers would fall for it. I mean, the watchers would fall for it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those badass moments just to have come in and there, and then she gets on him, and they just go after the fleet. Like this movie worthy scene that it's in a mm. TV show. It looked great. It looked fantastic, and uh, I thought it was a little convenient that the other two dragons busted out just at that moment. <laughs> I guess they heard Drogon, and they were like, "Oh, now's our time to yeah. get out." But did Daenerys even know that they had been unchained? I think Tyrion probably filled her in that on that. <laughs> when? <Yeah>. Where? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I yeah. guess there was Off-screen. some time before yeah. they met the Masters. Yeah. Okay. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Um, but kind uh, of. I mean, they would follow. I mean, it's not exactly said, but it. Drogon's the bigger one. They kind of would follow his lead, I think, and Danny's back too. So it made sense that they would mm. kind of follow her. And it was smart of the it was just smart of her to only take out one ship. Mm. Uh, thankfully, it was brutal enough that everybody else surrendered. <laughs> yeah, and the, they weren't. They did know there were two dragons there, but they didn't have like any archers or anything to try to counteract that. I don't know if it would have really helped, but uh, yeah, they, it they, didn't look like at any point they like tried to attack the dragons. Yeah. Or Danny. I mean, if they could hit that, take out Danny, then at least <laughs> nobody else can control the dragons. Yeah. 
It didn't yeah, seem so like, like they were flinging anything in her direction. Because they were kind of like, I mean, they're, this, they're just like kind of like hummingbird motion, like helicopter motion, just standing still too. So they were vulnerable, but this they weren't ready for it. That yeah. was the key. Yeah. It's it's weird that they didn't have any, they didn't have any plan to take out any dragons. Yeah. Like you're going up against the mother of dragons who had, who took out, they even mentioned uh, um, uh, Krasnus um, here. And mm-hmm. still, um, who got burnt by them, and still not, not, nobody thinks, you know what, maybe we should have a contingency plan in case yeah. these dragons come at us. Well, there's, only, I mean, uh, uh, there's not much they can really do, but they could at least try to shoot them down. But I think when they first came, they thought Danny wasn't there. Initially, when they brought the fleet over, so they probably thought she's, she and they died. Were right. <laughs> <laughs> and they were right, yeah. So they hoped for the best, but... Uh... Hope for the best. Yeah, they, I they like were... Grey Worm's actions here. I like how he persuaded all the uh, the slave warriors to leave, and then mm. took out took out those two dudes. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, the only the, the weird part of the episode. I mean, like they had to have the Dothraki do something, so they just had them come in and kill people that were didn't really make any sense. They're killing a bunch of people outside the gate. I agree. Uh, it made no sense to me. I'm like, what are why is there a small group of Sons of the Harpy here? <laughs> These are the guys that didn't make it to the, the showdown before. They're like, hey, what happened? We're here. They were having a barbecue, and <laughs> they're, they're like, oh, they're, shit, they're the, the battle's on. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> they had they, they'd actually dealt with most of the... I mean, I, I guess the thing is they've dealt with most of the internal Harpies, maybe, and these were external, but you just you, they could have just put like a larger force. Just I mean, they, they were out of budget. I don't know. Put like a force of like landed troops there from the ships. And then dealt with them because they needed, they, yeah, they needed the Thraki to do something, but they just came in and like chopped up these like twenty guys, just kind of like killing people yeah. for no reason. And what were those townsfolk yeah. doing out there? And the doors weren't even open, so yeah. uh, not like the gate was open. How did they get out there? Well, I, I don't know. No, it just didn't really make any sense. It's like they didn't need, didn't even need the Dothraki at this point. Like, <laughs> they'll, they'll true. need them going forward though. Like, but they just wanted them to do something. Yeah. Dario got in some action, so. He just lopped that first guy's head off. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and then we get, uh, uh, boom, the Greyjoys are there. Mm. Good intro into that scene. He didn't, this is like the last time I saw you at Winterfell and then revealed who it is. That was nice. That was episode one, right? Wait, was it even the first episode? I remember the scene. I remember the, the but even then Tyrion got the better of him too. So. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I love the interaction between uh, Yara and Daenerys. Uh, yeah, our, our predictions are coming true. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> how, how much? How much girl action has Danny had in the show? Because I, I would feel like they would they would have taken advantage of that, but I don't know if they've actually shown any of it on I think, screen. I think she had one of her handmaidens in season one. Teach she her. had a lesson, but like, did they did they even kiss? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch it now. <laughs> I really want to actually. You think um, they would have <laughs> done more? They would have done more of it. They would have taken more advantage of it given the show's t- tendencies, but. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure, um, but, uh, but it, 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 I mean, with the looks that they get, the looks that they kind of had there, and, and like the best line was like, "I don't demand anything, but I'm pretty much up for anything." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danny gave her a look there that was pretty good. I thought that was a pretty good, yeah, like show a flicker of interest. And I think, I mean, the problem with I mean, Dan, Danny in the books prefers men, but she also says that like the kisses or whatever of her like, bed made be or taste of duty. Like they're not, they're not into it, so that could be one of the reasons why she would prefer men. Yara's won't be like that. They'll be passionate. There's potential there. Yara's definitely interested. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yara was like, yep. Here, here. So, um, so they're going to have to give up their their reaping and, and reaving and raping and all those R words. 
Yeah. Uh, they have to get into recycling now. That's going to be <laughs> <laughs> renewable energy for the Iron Islands. <laughs> um, but they, they're more of a drill baby drill. That's what they want to do. And it's like, no, we can't yeah. do that anymore. It's going to be really hard for Yara to keep the um, the sea stone chair there. What am I thinking of? Um, if she goes back to her people and she's like, okay, you can't do these things that we love anymore. Yeah. Well, they won't tell them that till after they, <laughs> they win the war. Yeah. And then at that point, I mean, Danny has dragons, so. Yeah. And I, I guess think- everybody that believes in Yara is is with her and they'll, you know. Yeah. They're- what they will probably do is what they did kind of even in the books is just go elsewhere. Don't do it in Westeros. They want to go, like, be pirates. They can head over to Essos and do whatever they want mm-hmm. over there. But they might also maybe transition out of that because the problem is they have no resources. So they have to they either have to, like, steal things or they have to get into trade. So maybe they'll switch more into trade. Hmm. Do you think Theon's ever going over to Marine in the books? People have suggested the idea um, that the the guy in the vision with the sad, smiling lips could be Theon. I didn't think it was him. I don't really see the arc that takes him there because unlike the show, he can't just get ships out of nowhere and (laughs) get out of the north. So I don't know. And Victorion's already over there. Yeah, they don't really need him. There's there's enough stuff going on there. So I'm gonna go with no. No, yeah, I think no. I think they just took advantage of, of, of what was what they were able to do. Like they had them in the right place now, so they did that. Yeah. And where is Yara at this point in the books? I mean, sorry, uh, Asha. She is. Uh, well, basically, I think she's. Oh, she's a, she's a captive actually right now. Oh, is she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a, remember Stannis catches her, and she's with the Mormon lady, which is uh, which is pretty cool. I like how they have this oh, kind of yeah. friendship. That's between right. like warrior women there uh but she's she with lady of, Lyanna mormont <laughs> uh she's i don't i don't um i don't know no i don't think the the one she's no the one she's with i don't think is Lyanna. yeah it's it's another one 30 year old well not even 30 she's not even 30 years old she has two kids um she's a she bear uh maybe it's alisane or something might be alisane mormont i think they get along pretty well i like that and uh she's probably thinking she's gonna try to get theon uh, well ideally she'd get him freed or, or she'll give him a clean death. <laughs> we'll see. Hmm. But, I mean, the idea was to... I think she knows that if she could get him free, then she could use him. Because he wasn't there for the King's Moot, and, and there's the technicality. If he wasn't there, they could open up the whole thing again. So she might use that technicality. Hmm. But she's got to get free first. <laughs> it is there. A snow sets. Many of Santa's men call for Asha to be sacrificed to Relor. It is there. Freezing and starving, they are met by Tycho Nestorus. From the Iron Bank of Bravos, and Theon escaped from Winterfell. With this meeting, the siblings' roles are reversed, with Theon recognizing Asha and Asha not recognizing Theon. Mm. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom. Interesting. Danny does take that deal. She doesn't want to go with Euron. That makes sense. He doesn't he care about the... his big cock. Yep. Yeah. I like that bonding moment where Yara Yar was like, his big cock, and then he's like, oh, and it's like, yeah. We know what type of guy this is. And, I feel uh, like that's such a. I feel like that's a thing that women do all the time. Whenever a guy boasts about his dick, they're always just like, yeah. "Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, they definitely bonded over the potential for women rulers, which again brings the idea of Dorne going to Danny as well. Maybe even in episode ten. I don't know if they're going to wait till maybe next season or Varys maybe shows up in Dorne because like Danny is probably by promoting the cause of other women, she helps herself mm. as well. So indeed. It's going to be all these women ruling. I like it. Yeah, so uh, is there anything else in Marine? That we have no, to talk I think about? that's that's the... Yeah, that's about it for that that side of it. I mean, it was... I got a, a question then for you, yeah. man. Yeah. Is this... Does this end all the turmoil? Fix all the problems? 
of Slaver's Bay? Does this solve everything and now she can leave and everything will be peaceful? I don't know if it solves everything, but she can leave anyways. <laughs> she, can, <laughs> she, can, she can leave in like a semi-stable mode, so it's not a defeat. She can, she can move on here. I feel like it's, just, it's still just too easy. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like there is no good good solution possible. But so, um, Tyrion's point was key there, though. If the city does succeed on its own, then it kind of can can be an example for the other cities there. So yeah, that was the thing. Tyrion's, if the city goes to hell, then everybody's gonna be out for her blood. They're gonna attack. Well, West apparently, Tyrion has stabilized it by getting everybody like behind the same faith and, and doing that. Uh, I, th- I think. I mean, the, the issue is. I think we talked about this before in that episode that got lost. It's, it's so hard for the masters to and the people to get out of that because they're just stuck in that mindset. They've always lived with slavery. They can't really see an alternative to it. And once once you can show them that there's an alternative that works, then it becomes easier to to do the good of not having it. Because I mean, slavery was around for so long in human history and it, we hope that people just got better but it, i mean and that happened but maybe in that like economics developed to the point that slavery wasn't worthwhile anymore mm. and that's why it lasted some places longer than others so, i mean there was also good things going along with people they were developing and realizing it was bad but i mean didn't really make sense in an industrialized society but in a society that was still more dependent on it and so they were resistant to the idea of moving past it that's that's the economic interpretation of history i mean there's various different interpretations of history that's like the bleak economics one <laughs> Bleak, bleak, bleak. All right, well, Battle of the Bastards. I don't really like that name, actually. <laughs> no? Maybe it, was, it, was, it was on the point, I guess. I, I like Battle, Vice, and Fire. Why not that? But I guess the, the, the fire wasn't much of a battle, so <laughs> it was just a victory <laughs> of Vice and Fire. Battle yeah. of Vice and Fire. Okay, no. so that, that's the key part of the episode, though. I mean, it, it, you get this massive medieval-style... Well, I mean, medieval with like influences from other parts of history, too. Giants. Battle. And- yeah, <laughs> phalanxes and <laughs> hell yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, this was crazy. Yeah. Good use of CGI and green screen stuff. I thought it looked beautiful. There were yeah. so many shots in this that were stunning. Um, Movie quality stuff. That the... like that pan shot that doesn't cut away for a while of John like going through the battle, horses trying to take him out, and people getting swiped and getting dudes taken out by horses and this and oh man, it was. Gorgeous. Yeah, John Cam was great. The John Cam? <laughs> it was realistic. He was like he was just suffocating from getting stamped by over by people. He couldn't breathe down there. That's real. That's oh, what well, happened. Yeah, one of those yeah that part, people, that like, part was crazy. Yeah, people died even without a, a wound. They just got <laughs> trampled. Mm. Like, yeah. So should we get should we start with the parlay first? Yeah. So they yeah. they they have the parlay yeah. going on. And uh this was the first time that I think John and, and Ramsey have had a conversation. And uh, I like how John sort of gets the last laugh. Well, maybe not the last laugh, but he gets that good jab in. How are your men going to fight for you if you won't fight for them? Um, I like that. I like that bit. But, uh, they obviously weren't going to fight in single combat. No, but I mean, in theory, at least, John's men are a lot more loyal to him in this uh, than Ramsey's are to him. Although like the, some of those lords are pretty, they came over him pretty easy. But still, this was an idea to kind of jab at him the only way he could and then they had shaggy dog's head <laughs> that was, <laughs> was like awfully a... small to me and uh i was actually reading an article today that said they didn't have enough money this episode alone this episode cost a lot of money but yeah. they couldn't dump any more money into it to have ghost running around mm. um and they said it was a choice they had to made make between having one one or having ghost mm. so they they went with having one one 
Well, I mean, other than having Ghost maybe somewhere near the side, I mean, if Ghost had been in that battle, I think I feel he would have died with all that chaos going around and like the spears. I think if he had been in the battle, it would be unlikely that he would have survived. Uh, yeah. So maybe yeah. that's good. We don't want him to, to die. But <laughs> that was the actual reason was they didn't have enough. But I, I, I wasn't. I mean, there was enough going on. They didn't really need Ghost jumping around as well. Very true. It would have been a cool moment if. Uh, Instead of one of the horses running by, like, you know, when John turns around and there's that dude running at him on the horse or charging yeah. at him and like another horse takes it out or something like that. Yeah. Or they, they, there, was, there was the guy he was about to fight and the horse took it out. It would have been cool if instead of the horse taking him out, like ghost just flashes past the screen. <laughs> in terms of visual element, they could have had him in briefly. But then, then what happens when they get boxed in? Like, is he, is he just like, yeah. <laughs> underneath there or does he like jump on top? Yeah. What, what? So they, they they had reasons for not putting him beyond just money. They did. They did. I want to bring up a question here, actually, earlier. I mean, the Boltons have... Uh, I mean, they betrayed the laws of hospitality. They killed Rob, right? Along with the phrase. Should John have done the same? I mean, should, should they have tried to kill them at the parlay? Uh, mm, no. I mean, they only had so many guys there. I know, but it's a better chance than the actual battle. <laughs> they, had, they had equal guys, right? <laughs> Maybe they should just brought the giant to be like, hey, <laughs> and just bash them in the ground. I mean, that, that's an interesting I question. I mean, they had an equal amount of appeal, but I feel like Ramsey had a bunch of his soldiers, and, and John had a little girl, a dude with half yeah, his fingers. But I'm, I'm saying he could have brought different people, not the little girl and his sister. He oh. could have brought other people, and then, like, should they have done that? that that's an interesting question. I mean, like, because when you, when you destroy norms of... War like this, you, you you affect far more than that battle. That means you can never be trusted again if this battle goes on. Maybe they won't want to surrender the Winterfell to you. But it's like, on the other hand, when you're at the point where you're going to be annihilated, norms don't really matter anymore. So that's the question. Like, do you think they should have considered that? They didn't. But No, I never really thought that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone did. I'm just curious what people think. Because there's, there's arguments you could say either way if they should or shouldn't have done that. I mean, that's what they did in Dorne. That's how they beat the young dragon. They killed them basically under a peace banner and got their independence. So people have done it before. But <laughs> How mad did you get um, when... Uh, were you screaming at the TV for, for Rickon to zig and zag? Initially I was. Then I, then I thought of... I mean, look, because the, the whole superhuman... Even without zigzagging, the odds of him hitting him are so low, especially a mortal shot. Like, he could have hit him anywhere. Like, who knows where it hits him? But but yep. here's the thing, if he well, had Ramsey's a good shot, yeah no but yeah if he had zigzagged I mean it wouldn't have been as effective. But Ramsey could have just had them all shoot. He had a bunch of archers there, so they could have just like fired like a line of arrows that would have killed them. True. So that that was probably his backup plan. Otherwise, it seems incredibly stupid to risk. What if you miss him? He just give he just giving him away. But <laughs> like, that that was probably his backup plan. It's like okay if I can't hit him, we'll just fire like a line of arrows, and yeah. kill him. So, but yeah, before you think about it, though, it is really, I mean, it's Rickon, and regardless, should have zigzagged anyways. Yeah, he should have zigzagged. <laughs> Running straight. Man, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't really thinking clearly. I mean, he wasn't visibly tortured, but he probably was beaten down to the point, like, when he was let go, he didn't even understand what was going on. It took him a while to even start running, right? So he wasn't yeah. really in the, in, the, in the point to be thinking. Well, he didn't look like he had been tortured very much. No, but At probably. Like, physically. Yeah, like he probably, I mean, he has starved, maybe. I don't know, like, he just, he, did, he seemed out of it. He wasn't, like, get the usual. Bolton treatment. I want to know what he was doing all this time he's been gone. 
Like, we didn't get any story about what happened to him after Winterfell. Well, they, no, I mean, like, they went. You think he just went to Umberville? And was yeah, like, they went to the Umbers, and the Umbers just grabbed them and then brought him in. And then that's they, it. It's been years. It. The Umbers, he's been just chilling yeah. at the Umbers. That doesn't make any sense. The word would have got out. Like, yeah, the Umbers would have been I wonder like, if they oh, yeah, if they start. grabbed him, like, negatively at the start, or they only did that once the Wildlings came through and decided to change their minds. Uh, I don't know. I just. People are like, oh, the Umbers is playing a double play. Like they're just trying. No, it's not. It's not. It's not that deep. I mean, no. I don't blame people for wanting there to be more sometimes, but no, they just wanted to give them up and cash out. Didn't really get much for it, but uh, do we want to go back take and it, take it away, man? Through? Yeah, let's go back. Let's go back and finish what happened. Yeah, the Rickens mentioned there, and then we have the the battle plans. Let's talk about the battle plans. Yeah, so. Tormund doesn't make... know what the fuck a battle plan is. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't. He doesn't know the technical terms. Just because he doesn't know the technical terms doesn't mean he. I know. I'm just. Yeah, but also, he's not used to fighting guys on horseback too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he doesn't like horses. Yeah. Not after Stannis. Yeah. So they they're trying to come up with a plan there, and then Sansa is there. I found a Sansa annoying in the scene. Okay, she she stands there, says nothing, and then she's like, "Well, why didn't you have me in your council?" I'm like, "You're right there. You could try to say something." One. And then, two, she basically gives almost useless advice. I mean, yes, it, this, you can tell a little bit about his character, but then John's like, okay, tell me what to do. And she's like, I don't know about battles. Well, then what <laughs> the hell are you saying? Like, it's basically like if, if I came to you for like, advice for the stock market and you're like, well, you better be really careful when you, when you invest in stocks. If you do it wrong, things could go bad. Like, that's useless advice for me. And then if it goes bad, you're going to be like, aha, I told you so. Yeah. Like, that's basically what she said. Mm-hmm. She didn't tell me that the... Aaron's stock is going to come in and go up 2,000% tomorrow. You could have told me that. You didn't tell me about that, right? I just saw it as her being her being frustrated with her position to have to ask Littlefinger for help and mm. like not knowing how to deal with that. I, I saw her very conflicted on whether or not she should tell John about it. And I just saw her kind of just taking out that aggression and, and, you know, like sometimes when we're just mad about something, something else will come out that has nothing to do with it. And we're like, ah, we just let it out. We're like, whoa, whoa, why are you angry? What? This makes no sense. Yeah. We'll get to the mistakes that John does in this episode because he's pretty stupid in the episode. But, I mean, she didn't really provide. She just said, yeah, the guy's a cage guy and beware of it. Yeah, but she didn't give any other information. And here's the thing. If, if she knew those troops were coming, it's a huge mistake. If she didn't know, like maybe she didn't know they were coming, she didn't get a response. That's one thing. But if she knew they were coming, she should have told John. That could, that could have affected the battle plans. They could have tried a more delayed approach. They could have done other things. But Yeah, do you she, think she knew? Did she get a response? Well, we'll find out in your next episode probably because it'll probably come. To the, that could be some conflict there. All right, fine. Never mind. Don't theorize. I see. How. No, I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> just, I mean yeah, the, the, the answer that will come out, but it it, se- it almost seems like she did. Yeah. Know that they were coming. Maybe she didn't know if they were going to make it on time, but it, it it goes back to the fact that why didn't she even tell Johnny in the first place? She didn't trust him initially. Like a little finger put some sort of doubt in her, and she didn't say it. But that ended up costing their men like john didn't know that like she says oh we should try to get more men but they did like they weren't going to get any more men from the north john had no idea they had this potential southern force that could join them he knew that and she didn't tell him that maybe she wanted to prove that uh she could come up with plans all on her own yeah and cost two thousand of her men's lives at the same time although but half her half john because we'll get the john men were were gonna die (laughs) yeah but they could have known they were coming okay so then we're going to go into the actual Maybe well, no, she was then also we have... afraid the word would get out, and somehow Ramsay would find out. I mean, living with Ramsay, you could see that uh, Theon. You know, no matter if Ramsay was around or not, he was afraid Ramsay was going to find out what he was doing and punish him. Maybe Sansa got. No, we'll, we'll see what she says. Uh, same way. 
I think I I I don't buy that one. I, I don't get it quite why she didn't tell him, but we'll probably find out. We'll probably see. I just like playing <laughs> devil's advocate here. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have the night scene, I guess. So we have they're talking about Manson Stannis. Oh, Davos and, and, and Davos there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like John is no king. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said that's their mistake. They were following kings. Yeah. And they're like John's no king. Yeah, he's not a king. There's no way he could. I like how these two. I like the relationship with these two. These two, even because Tormund hates Stannis so much, and da- Davos loves him. I don't know. I just like the dichotomy between the two. I like their interactions. I found it entertaining. Yeah, that was good. That was a good scene. Davos goes and finds the toy thing, puts it together. Oh, with Shireen, yeah, because yeah. he didn't. He didn't know. I guess did he think she died in the battle? Yeah, he thought she was dead. He didn't know that she was burned like that. Guess I didn't realize that he yeah, didn't so. know that. Um, yeah, now he knows that, so that's gonna. Do you think he's gonna kill Melisandre? I don't think she's gonna die next episode. Okay. Okay. I don't think she's gonna die. So if he tries, he, maybe that might be the end of him. <laughs> Although know. she seems kind of defeated. I mean, let's go. Let's go into her her uh, tent scene because she doesn't really like. She's she's I don't know. She's humbled. She's defeated. I mean, she brought John back, but. Back when she was with, with, with Stannis, she would have been like, oh, you know, I'm a knight of sorts or something. Would have given advice, but she doesn't do anything here. Yeah, I think she's kind of resigned to the fact that she she's not very good. Like, yes, she's an instrument for her god, but yeah. she's not very good at interpreting what she should be doing for him. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's kind of having a lot of self-doubt. Um, See, that's one of the differences between the show and the books if, if it was books melisandre here she'd probably be like hey let's sleep together and we can make a shadow and we can use that as an advantage because she's well i mean basically Stannis isn't that. dead yet we'll see what her reaction is when she well, finds out she's all even, wrong <laughs> she's already she's already off yeah but yeah, yeah she's already offered it to john in, in the books she's like hey lay with me and we can like get your sister back mm. so she she senses power there but she didn't try to use that magic now just kind of, just kind of resigned to it. I do like that John's like, uh, if I die, don't bring me back. And she's like, well, if Relore wants it, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> He's like, God damn it! <laughs> don't worry, if you die, she's gonna be dead too. She was not gonna be able to bring you back once they get to your camp. I've been waiting for this. I've been wondering where Melisandre is because I haven't shown her for a while. Hmm. But there she is, just tagging along. Davos goes at her. I mean, that that's the thing. Either either it's gonna like rekindle her, and she's gonna kill him or she's going to be like okay whatever i accept my fate one or the other i mean just one one final point in this we do know that uh beric and, and uh thoros are coming up north potentially so maybe there's less of a need for her we do know that well they, they kind of speculated about that the last episode right they're like we're going to go fight north and fight the oh, enemy next something about the great enemy yeah yeah so if they come maybe we don't need I, I feel like they need a red at least one red priest around but maybe if they're coming then melisandre is not needed anymore yeah, I don't know. I didn't so take that conversation a couple of episodes ago as like we're gonna go north, but it was more like, hey, we have to prepare because Relor told me that they're coming. This fight is gonna happen. Hmm. I feel so like not necessarily we have to go up there, but we have to be ready when it comes to us, or we have to be prepared when it does when shit hits the fan. There may be one more Walder Frey scene this next episode, so if the Freys are killed off, then there's not really much need to stick in the Riverlands mm. anymore. We shall see. We shall see. Okay. Um, yeah. So we get to the setup for the battle. They have the guys getting flayed and burned. Like intimidation. 
so. tactic, I guess, and the whole Reckon play, which was a good play in terms of a, a tactic by Ramsey to try to get them to attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the night before, they would be like, we have to stick to the plan. And John immediately was like, no! <laughs> First of all, like, so when he, when he let Rickon go, I mean, pretty much John had to go at least to try to get him, right? He couldn't just like stand there and do nothing. His I men, mean, what, would men think, what, would, what would his men think if they just stood there and watched him get shot? Like, shouldn't yeah, they have like, tried true. to do something? So that's I thought bad. John was going to get shot. Yeah, it, it, it was entirely... I mean, if he can shoot Rickon from there, he could shoot John, but it seemed maybe he wanted to get the rest of the army to get commit. So he wouldn't shoot John. Like he, or it didn't matter if he died. Like he wanted to lure the army in. But you're right. If you think if he wanted to just kill John, he could have killed him there. I thought he had done something to the field, like dug a ditch with spikes in it or something. <laughs> and John was gonna, John was gonna fall into it. So then, so then when John gets there and Rickon gets shot, then what he should what should he have done? Then he should he just turn around and gone back? Should he have grabbed the body and moved back? Uh, I mean, yeah, he should have backed yeah. up. He should have gone back to his line. Yeah, he should have gone back like, with the body or without the body. I mean, yeah. with the body would have been respectful, but yeah, you know, he should have go, go back he to the line down. and stick yeah. to the plan that you had. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, that's also a huge moral blow as well. But at least they have their own ground, right? Yeah, yeah. The so whole point where they were going to stay back there so they couldn't get flanked. Yeah, because uh, if they did that, I mean, Bolton still has to attack. He can't just go back to the castle. He's kind of like that's the whole point. Like. The men would w- look down on him if he just went back to the castle. They have to, and they have twice the numbers, so they would have attacked him, and they would have had better ground for it. So I, I feel like the real mistake came with uh, Sir Davos. Um, like if Davos had stayed there with his men, yes, he was mad because they were just sitting there doing nothing. But as soon as he took the f- remainder of the men in, that's when the phalanx happened. Like mm-hmm. that wouldn't have been able to happen if if Davos hadn't gone in. Okay. Well, let's, let's actually even go before that. Let's, if we're going to analyze this battle piece by piece. Cause, but yeah, so John gets there. His men are loyal enough to save him, basically. They come in with the cavalry. The Bolton cavalry comes in, and then Davos won't shoot, and Ramsay does shoot, right? Yeah. But, but why does he shoot? He has more men. So he, he's actually just killing more of his, of his own men. Well, he's got yeah. Well, he's got double the men, right? He's got so, them in the spare, I guess. If you, if you kill all their men and only half <laughs> of yours, you won the battle. I know, but I mean, he didn't even have to shoot because he has more men there. So with every ar- shot of the arrow, he's actually killing more of his men probably than the enemy. Like, that that was also dumb. It just, it just showed he didn't care. I mean, he, he had men to spare, so he didn't care. But he didn't have to shoot his own men. Like, yeah. if, if you have, like, 2,000 men fighting, fighting 500 and you shoot into them, you're going to hit more of your own men. Do you think more of his men showed up? I look pretty even to me. No, he has more horse. He definitely has more horse. I mean, like, the well, Wallace yeah, more horse, but he didn't send them all in. Yeah, but he was shooting before even Davos got in there. I mean, yeah, he, like it, it just didn't. Uh, you know, you think he had he had equal men in the middle? He had an equal yeah, number. Yeah, I think so. Shooting? Okay, yeah, I thought he had more. It's like one yeah. of those things you'll you'll never know because you'll never you know, know. You'll never. Know. There's no way. <laughs> I just wanted to dead. see those. What was it like? Sixty-five Mormon men, or however many it was. <laughs> At least one of them made it to Winterfell because the shield was there. But <laughs> well, okay. Lyanna, Lyanna didn't actually join the battle, right? So she was safe smart. somewhere. Yeah. While this was going on, had. Sansa's away like around this time or earlier, like she'd left to meet. Yeah. Did she even go? She wasn't even there at the beginning, so yeah, yeah I she, believe she wouldn't have been there. She was in the camp, maybe. Like, exactly, she was in the camp. Yep, and yeah, she, she just, she just get a letter. They're coming now. Did somebody come to see her? Did she sneak away knowing they were coming? This all oh, this is all links to whether she knew they were coming. Oh well, the the errands probably showed up at the camp. Yeah, and she was like, "All right, let's do this." Go. Oh, okay, that's what happened. Okay, so then, so then. Uh, 
Davos commits, as you said. So you're saying Davos shouldn't have committed there. I'm saying that 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 was a. I think that was a bit of a mistake. Yeah. Uh, I mean, eventually Bolton would have still won anyways. Like uh, yeah, still won anyway. It's not like it changed things dramatically, but it gave Bolton the opportunity to do that phalanx move. Yeah. Which he does. So they send the phalanx, which is interesting. We hadn't seen this before. This is other Northmen hadn't fought like this, but they have this very organized way of fighting, which is very effective. Like it traps them in there. Well, it's very uh, Roman. Well, it's a mix of Roman and Greek. It's it, it, it's like uh, the super long spears are, are phalanx. Yeah. They're uh, phalanx style, yeah. but it was also kind of Roman as well with the shields. This is Sparta. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and they trapped, they trapped them in there. And then I guess that was like, I mean, that was, they were screwed at that point, basically. They, they're trying to fight their way, even like the guys. Oh, and came... the back wall was just a pile of bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of exact. I mean, actually, there are there would be huge bodies like that, but they specifically did that to show like the cost of the battle. You're going to have like a mountain of bodies. This is what happened uh, at this battle. Ugh. So John nearly suffocates. He gets up. They're penned. You know, even the giant can get out. Oh. I know. Why didn't Why didn't one one have a weapon? In, in the bat at hard home, he had like a tree. And he was just taking out the zombies with a giant tree, you know, he was using it like a club. Pretty sure yeah. if he had a tree, that phalanx would have been toast. He might have been able to get a hole and then they could kind of burst out, but they were screwed regardless. Yeah, you just like, take a tree and you swing it like a goddamn baseball bat across like 30 of them. Yeah, he should, he should have bought it. If they had a couple more giants, that would have been a different battle. Like the amount of damage that one giant did. Well, one, one just needed a weapon. <laughs> give, give that man a big axe or a club. Give him Just a, a club, giant, man. A Cut down a tree before the battle and hand it to him. <laughs> yeah, you know, he didn't even need one when he when he later he just used his hands to to get into the city. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. It was. Uh, I saw one picture where it was like uh, some giants hold the door and others knock it down. Something like that. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, then like Tormund has a bit of a showdown with the Umber. Uh, I can't believe the Umbers betrayed the Stark. Oh, that makes my blood boils my blood. <laughs> I understand the yeah. Car Starks, but the Umbers. Oh, that's just not right. Yeah. Uh, um, and it is their fault that Rickon is dead. They're the ones who gave it to him. Like that, they, they betrayed Rickon. Yeah, the Umbers are terrible in the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least Tormund beat him. Like, it was a pretty brutal fight. So, um, uh, yeah, the. Uh, then uh, Littlefinger and the Knights of the Vale arrive. A nice, yeah. fresh army. <laughs> yeah, I get, the guy who's at the—did you see the guy at the front of the line? He was—he was loving it, like the the flag bearer. Oh, yeah, he's like the most satisfied employee in in the world. He's like, yeah, he's just charging with. The... They're probably like, dude, we've been sitting here for years, and this <laughs> war has been going on, and we got this crazy lady who's breastfeeding her kid, telling us we can't do shit. I want to yeah. get out there and fight, make a name for myself. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great how it zoomed in on him first. It's just this one guy with a, just like, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. And then coming in, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. They pour in and just decimate them. I mean, like, they, they get taken in the rear, yeah. Yeah, they destroy it. Didn't even stand a chance. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like too many Iron Men probably got lost in that fight. No, like, they minimal losses. Yeah. But, uh, so then uh, Ramsey runs away, and we have this awesome shot of John 1 1, and I guess Tormund yeah. making a run behind him, which was, I thought, badass. That was so cool. 
Um, yeah. That would have been a good time for for Ghost to show up. <laughs> yeah, or, or they. I mean, that was all, then that was the Aaron's tactical mistake. Yes, they crushed them, but they let Ramsey get back to this Winterfell. They shouldn't have let him do. Like they should. They should have sent like a hundred guys around the other way and blocked that. Yeah, I agree. I agree that was with a that. huge mistake. So that was their mistake of the episode. <laughs> I agree with that one. Yeah, but uh, one one busts down the door and uh, yeah. uh, then uh, he doesn't make it. That was very sad. Yeah, you get another casualty of Ramsey. Oh man, I do like the look that John sort of gives him. Yeah, um, I thought that was nice, nice little send off there. But uh, I love this moment where Ramsey is like, "All right, let's do this one on one fight," and John. <laughs> He doesn't say, yes, men stand down. He just starts walking at him. And yeah. the men are so in awe that they put down their <laughs> weapons. Like, there's no order. There's no, hey, he's right. I'll do this. It's just, here I come. And everybody's like, whoa, we don't want to mess with this. <laughs> well, that, that reminded me earlier when, when uh, Ramsey was like, oh, they say you're the best fighter or whatever. But he, what he should have said is, like, they say you can't be killed or something. That's the thing you think you would have heard about. So that was kind of weird. Hmm. Ramsey's great with the bow, but that's not really good <laughs> at this nope. distance. That's what Jamie said, remember? Da- didn't have a dagger on him or something. <laughs> to get that. close. I, I was kind of worried about... I mean, I, I didn't think John was going to die, but it, uh, I, I thought he might get daggered. Oh, man. <laughs> John just wailed on him for like yeah. a minute. I was feeling it. I was punching him along with John. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. They probably filmed an Oculus Rift version of it where you put on the, <laughs> the thing you punch Ramsey. <laughs> I thought that yeah, was pretty. Then uh, he sees Sansa and he's like, "Okay, well, I'm not going to finish him off here." Boom, capture him. Uh, but they put him down. Uh, they had to know. I think that was John locked him in the kennel cage, right? Just yeah. so Sansa could do this. It had to be. It's. It's. Yeah, I didn't. Know, I don't know if she, he knew that they were going to use dogs or something, but I, I, I think he knew that she was going to kill him off. Like it was for her to kill him off. He was going to give her that. I think he knew about the dogs because he because he had threatened him with the dogs at the parlay. Mm. So uh, I'm sure Sansa, uh, Sansa probably told him at some point or something. Or he just knew. So John probably strategically had him locked, you know, locked up in the yeah, camera. Somebody somebody had helped to, to get the dogs in there or let him out. Like it wasn't just Sansa. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? <laughs> it was that guy with the banner. He's like, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so was no, this prob- a probably sass- not. I th- <laughs> I don't think they want the Irons actually seeing. I mean, this is poetic justice for what Ramsey does, but I mean, I don't know if they really want to be seen to be doing the same thing as the Boltons. Was this satisfying? In, in one sense, it was, and in one sense, it wasn't. Right? It was. It was. It was not an yeah. easy answer. Ramsey, if you know, live by the dog, die by the dog, basically justice. But should they have maybe just executed him the Stark way? No. Instead of like, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, John's not a Stark. Well, John didn't even do it though. Sansa did. Yeah, she did. Um, I smiled about it afterwards too. So I like the moment. I like the acting choice where she starts to walk away, where she yeah. starts to turn her head, and then she goes, she turns it back, and yeah. watches it for a minute, and then walks away. I was like, oh yes. She's like, I need to see this. It was awesome. What- but you, but you hope it's a one-time event. <laughs> She's not going to stick with Bolton methods from now on. Just, oh, I mean, I don't think so. I guess maybe yeah. he did. He did say you. You're never going to be able. To, you're never going to be free of me, or something like that. Yeah, but Someone then she countered like, like the. That, that's it for the Boltons. Are going to like get rid of them? I mean, that he was the last one, and maybe. They, she pregnant? Uh, do you think she would have probably shown signs by now? 
uh, I was very pleased and happy to be rid of this awful, awful character. And uh, now we can go to the real enemy, which is the others, right? Yeah. <laughs> they also had Melisandre uh, standing there while the while the banners came down. I think that was probably what she saw earlier, just a year later, <laughs> happening uh, a year later. That ban, yeah, I like the banner moment. That was awesome. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, overall, I really like this episode. I enjoyed it immensely. Did you watch it at the AfterBuzz like headquarters? Is that where you watch them too, or do you watch them before and yes. then go there? Yeah, okay, that must be not great. Like that group viewing there. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. We were all very yeah. It was uh, insanely hot here though in Los Angeles. It was about a hundred degrees, so uh, you know. <laughs> usually, we wa- <laughs> usually we watch it in this trailer and stuff, but uh, yeah. it was so hot. We the trailer was a uh, sweat box, so we had to like watch inside where it's a bit noisy and stuff. But uh, you know, we uh, we did our thing. Okay, so just question then for the next episode is are Sansa and John are they going to have a bit of a fight like I mean a confrontation because of what happened or do you think they're going to be fine uh, they should be fine I mean John John should really be like alright you got your castle I'm going to go uh, do whatever I want to do somewhere else Yeah, like he, he needs to go back to the wall and help with what's going up over there yeah he's kind of he, yeah. I mean I don't see w- be like the castellan or something and give her advice but really like he won the castle for her and um i don't see him turning around and being like you know what i actually really want this castle no Um, he doesn't want that but i think the conflict if if there's a lingering conflict is is if she says i knew they were coming i didn't tell you she's gonna be and he's gonna be mad well if he's mad that's more than that's even more the reason to be like you know what i'm just gonna let you do your thing and 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 you can lie in the bed that you made and i'm gonna take off and uh find another redhead somewhere or whatever i mean i don't know i i whatever their argument is i don't see it lasting beyond all that invite uh vital really Yeah, and, and I want to see how Littlefinger fits into this, like with John, yeah. like, how, how how he's going to deal with John, how that interaction is going to be. That the thing is going to be very interesting. Am I the only one that doesn't uh, that doesn't have awful thoughts? Uh, am I the only one that doesn't mind the thought of Littlefinger and Sansa being together? Well, he, he's a traitorous bastard. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. He got yeah, Ned he was killed. partly responsible for Ned's death there, but he yeah. also told Ned, hey, don't trust me. <laughs> I don't think Sansa has forgotten what Littlefinger is. I think she kind of made a deal with the devil and took advantage of it, but I don't think she's going to trust him again. And I think it's too early for Littlefinger to like lose the next episode, but yeah, I mean, what it could happen. Do, really? I As the Knights of the Vale, if he could just go, oh, okay, whatever, and then leave... But he doesn't really have the Knights of the Veil. Vale. That's the thing. And then, like, it, and then San- who the hell does Sansa have up there? Well, no, now got... that if, if if they're here, if if Sansa's like to Bronze Yon, let's kill Littlefinger. Like, who's gonna stand up for him? Like, they, they didn't bring the little Robert with them, did they? I don't know. I don't, maybe I, if they brought him, maybe the, the the men won't go against them. But if little Robert isn't there, then like, do they really are they really gonna be like, no, I'm gonna like. Put my so life down. I, if I were Littlefinger, I probably would have brought him. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, he's, he's, he's probably yeah. there. He's yeah. probably chilling he, at camp with he's like Lyanna just, just off the Yeah, exactly. So if he's there, then 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 he can like protect himself in the aura of Robert. But if he's not there, and Sansa's like, "Hey, let, we're gonna like kill Littlefinger now," she certainly could if she wanted. I mean, she, look what she did to Ramsay. She wants to be like, "I want to kill Littlefinger." She actually wants to do it. I don't think she would ever do that. Not after he came in and saved. I mean, I don't care what the past is. In that moment where she wrote him the letter, she was basically saying, 
all right, I may not be a fan of this guy. I need his help, and I gotta kind of let those bygones be bygones. Like, I can't ask him for his help, come in and do it, and then murder him. Like, she doesn't. She doesn't strike me as that type of person. I don't she didn't think strike she... me the type of person that had a dog's eat of people alive either. But like, oh, when did, it comes so... to Ramsey, yeah, she's that type of person. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I, I think she could. I mean, she's not going to do dog level stuff again. But I think she no, no. She might I don't think I don't think awesome, she has but it, any. It just, seems, it just seems early for them to do that. It seems like Littlefinger still has a role to play narratively than to off him off in the next episode. You think I can't see her trying to off Littlefinger now that she asked for his help. I just don't. I can't see it. I don't see any. Yeah, and here's the other thing. I mean, uh, if she wanted to off him, she would have offed him earlier, like when, when Brienne was there. Like, if she's not going to kill him then, why would she kill him now, right? That's the other thing. Like, if she wanted to kill him off, she could have just killed him up up north. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. And anything else? Any predictions you want to make for the next episode? Or I haven't seen uh, the, what's on the next episode. Uh, stuff, no. So. No, I'm just... Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm what really is there left? I guess this King's Landing is the big stuff. I'm really yeah. curious to see the, the little finger in Sansa. Oh. I think that's the thing I'm most looking forward to is like, because yeah. Sansa's going to be like, all right, what do you want? He's going to be like, what well, you, I mean, I saw the preview thing for next week. It's basically, he goes, you know full well what I want. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He doesn't uh, dance and around like, it anymore. I mean, come on, come on. What if, if Sansa was like, all right, let's get, and let, you know, all of a sudden, like what, what's the, what's the downside of her marrying Littlefinger, from her point of view, you mean? Well, from her point of view, is she? Do, you know, she doesn't like him that way and everything. But I think she's she realize. I think she knows at this point that like a marriage for love is a is quite an illusion. Um, yeah. More times than not, here in this land, if she marries Littlefinger, Littlefinger is going to do everything in his fucking power to make her like the happiest girl. <laughs> <laughs> in the goddamn Seven Kingdoms, he's the he's the Lord of Harrenhal. He's he's got control of the Vale. They have they'll have the Lord, Lord of Harrenhal means nothing though. He has no forces out of that. He well, has nothing. I mean, it means nothing at the moment. But yeah. they have the Vale. They have the North. And if he's got Harrenhal as a place that they could use at some point or do something, he's, he's got he's got a summer home. <laughs> like yeah, like they would be the most powerful couple. Um, <laughs> Uh, I I don't think she I don't think she goes with it. I don't think she can forgive him for what he did. That's She's not going to kill him off, but because if she did, she would probably would done it earlier. But uh, God, crazy. I, although I, she, do, she she doesn't openly know that that he that he betrayed her father. Just keep that in mind. He all she, the main her main beef with him is putting her with Ramsay. She doesn't know what he did to the rest yeah. of the family. Yes, yes, yes. That's not on the table. She doesn't even know about that other stuff. So okay. Cool. Well, that's about it for me on yeah. this one. Oh, one final point is like the. I mean, Tyrion mentioned the wildfire too again. Like that is set up. That is set up information. Oh yeah, yeah. You definitely did bring yeah, that so up. So maybe even next episode could. They already set up. Kyburn was talking about stuff, and so, so that could be that shit down. And Jamie could be stop her, right? something could happen. There could be explosion there. There might. Yeah. So we'll see. Boom! 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 Okay. Good. Uh, I have Any one news or anything. Yeah, I do. I, I've mentioned it before. I mentioned again, but. Well, now formally the Ice and Fire Con tickets are open for Ice and Fire Con 2017. The tickets are on sale, and we have a lot of people confirmed now. We have Aziz and Nishay coming, and nice. uh, poor Quentin uh, from like the poor Quentin blog, and we got more listeners than ever coming, like uh, Michal from the forums, and the usual people are coming as well. So we've got a lot of people coming for next year. Very cool. Uh, maybe Kyle as well. We'll see. We'll look into that. Shall see. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I also saw that there is uh, actually a Game of Thrones con that is in the works, I believe, for like next next year. I think around this time yeah, next I year or something so. like that. Bring- it's the Watchers on the Wall crew that have uh, gotten it together, and they're I think they're um, I think they're going for more of like a show thing, obviously. So I think they're going to try to have like actors and stuff from the show and whatnot. So I don't really know much about that, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure Watchers on the Wall has info and stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean the cons are popping up. Cool, and we have one coming up uh, soon, right? <laughs> yes, and and uh, we got Comic Con coming up, and uh, we'll be. Can we? Do we know when and where? Uh, we can't reveal it till two weeks before where when where our panel is. But uh, okay. we're probably going to be in San Diego. Yeah, it'll be in San Diego. Yeah, I think our our meetups are going to be on Saturday because I don't think everyone's going to be there on Wednesday. Ashley won't be there on Wednesday, so. Probably right. Saturday for the meetup. Very cool. Very cool. So it's going to be Ashley, you, me, and uh, Tara on the panel? or Yeah, that's going to be us, and it's going to be good. We'll have a lot to discuss. Awesome. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually uh, getting my housing and everything in order. So, uh, yeah, cool stuff. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode recap for uh, Season 6, Episode 9, Battle of the Bastards. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at APOIAF, on Facebook at a podcast of Ice and Fire. Join the forums, join the discussion. They're always raging, and we'll see you next week. See you next time. I got my press pass in the mail a couple days ago. Oh, yeah. So they are mailing within the States. I heard about that. That's nice. Yeah. Is it, it has a chip in it or something? I think there's like going to be scanning in this time. Yeah. they. Uh, I mean, the people who do San Diego Comic-Con also do WonderCon here in Los Angeles. And the, hmm. they'll have little like uh, they have little marker things when you go in and out of uh, con events. So you scan it when you go in. And then when you leave, you scan it again. And so it knows, like, it's not you're not handing your pass off to somebody over the line and going in, and then you kind of like give it to a friend, and they go out with it, and they go back mm. in. It, you have you have to you have to exit before you can enter again, kind of thing. So okay. your pass can't be shared amongst people to sneak them in. Oh, interesting. And they, I mean, they'll like get stats from that as well, kind of see like how many people are that eat there each day and oh, yeah, stuff. Sure, I'm sure, sure they will. But uh, it's got Walking Dead on the cover with uh, Negan. So uh, cool stuff. Looks good. There's a Star Trek uh, um, IMAX outdoor IMAX thing on the Wednesday night, apparently. Do you hear about that? Uh, yes, Star Trek uh, Beyond is having its world premiere on Wednesday night at San Diego Comic-Con. It's supposed to be outdoors somewhere. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think tickets have gone, been uh, released yet. No. But- 
I don't know, I and mean, I don't know how that's going to work. Like, uh, like if it's going to be a lottery, it's going to be what? But yeah, it hasn't been released yet. But that's I'm interested in that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That that'd be probably the only reason that I would go down Wednesday night. I'm probably going to end up going down Thursday. But um, if I get that, then there's a reason to go down Wednesday. Yeah, that's going. I mean, they have a symphony for that. That's good. That would be a great experience. So let's let's keep our eyes open for that. Absolutely, one. that'd be badass. Yeah. Danny girl, all Westeros is calling. From wall to door, from vale to iron isles. The summer's gone, the winter spirit's rising. Tis you. Is you must come and turn the tide. So come ye back with fire and blood and vengeance to save the realm with Lord Commander Snow. We're longing here. Daenerys Targaryen Oh Danny girl Oh Danny girl We need you so And when you come And all your foes lay dying The other's gone Usurpers of you come and find the red keep in King's Landing and take your place upon the Iron Throne and you'll be queen of all the seven kings. And you'll fulfill your royal destiny. The lords will kneel and swear to you their fealty. And you will rule in peace a rightful drag. 